A nigga get into some money in his bitch bag. Jumping out the world's truck with a temp tag. I'm getting money, I don't get mad. Uh, as a nigga in my hood, he gon' say that I'm stamp. And when those situations came, I came out like a champ. When it was pouring down rain and I came out of a dent. But now it's champagne showers when we poppin' the champ. Uh, we got all the fans and they trash. Niggas can't be us cause they rats. Stay tall, point a finger, never that. I know a nigga had it all, went to the bank and get it back. That's why I remember what's ever. And I remember whatever. Don't chase hoes cause they come with the shutter. I see my man girl start acting bougie when he fuck up a shutter. Before you knew it, niggas was fucking her better. I knew about it and I wanted to tell him I felt funny as ever. But when I told him, he went running to tell her. Damn. Remember I was down bad, I'm talking under the cellar. Now the Rolls Royce is coming umbrellas for the rain and all the pain that we've been through. If you don't feed your wolves, they gon' put you on the menu. That's why I be with family and some boys that I've been through. If money determines loyalty, we cut you with a gizzo. And I'll go against you. Facts. Rule number one, never count your homie pockets thinking you deserve it. Rule number two, never trust a bitch that'll fuck you for some purses. Rule number three, Say you saw that money, shit, you better stop splurging. So when it's all said and done, and you back at the bottom, they gon' treat you like you're worthless. Respect the game. Hey, man. Turn the tape is back. You. We here, man. Uh... Ronnie J is here. Yes, sir. Chip is here. Yeah, I'm here, man. Who uh, else is here? Listen. Got... Got one of our brothers in here, man. Uh... Good friend of ours, got blessed, Twan Johnson in the building. Good skin, good water, how the people doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, good skin. Good, good skin, good water. When did that start? When did that start? It just started the first episode of the show. <laughs> I think I started like, I think I started, what's the, what's the exfoliating? <laughs> I think my girl got me on that. Wow. And then I was just like, good skin, good water. Hey. Skin was feeling crazy that day. So I was just like, "Here's what it is." My man, pause is excellent. <laughs> I feel you, man. Well, hey, look, just good water is here. Hey, turn on the tape, man. That's the that new Meek Mill respected game. Uh, I think that'll be a recurring theme today, guys. Um, hey. yeah, because we got a lot to talk about. Um, from everything from Aaron Rodgers to. Jalen Hurts, I mean, you know, Cowboys, Saints, the Rams, <laughs> the Redskins. I mean, we, we, we got ain't a lot talking about, about that. A lot to talk about. Hey, I'm honestly ready to tweet good skin, good words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm tweeting hey, it as we speak. Listen. Put a period after that. <laughs> period. Uh, but before we get to all of that, man, um, you know, we got to make sure we answer that. Got to have a phone call. Um. It's not turning the table for I have a phone call. Hey man, look, listen, they're trying to get us to film. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start it off with uh, the most important part of our podcast. We want to share stories of, uh, that are inspiring. Uh, athletes doing major things in their communities, uh, whether it's from their business ventures, uh, community service, social activism, or just some inspiring stories that we hope that will inspire you at home to make a change or do something in your life that's positive. So, uh, without further ado, um... A little slight change of pace. A little change of pace. Yeah, we normally do it in the middle. This, we're going to start it at the top today. We're going to something different. Okay. Um, so this one is Simone Manuel. She is a two-time Olympic champion. Uh, she 
had a performance uh, in the 100 meters freestyle at the U.S. Winter National Championships uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina this past Saturday. She won gold in the 50 free on Friday oh. um, and a, with a time of 53.38, a full second ahead of the second place finisher. That's crazy. <laughs> um, shout out to her. Uh, definitely doing big things in the swim field. Uh, aren't we getting some type of aquatic center or something like that over here in the East End? Yeah, we are. That's coming through. I don't know. I believe it's going to be at Fairfield. Okay. I think it's going to be over in that area by Fairfield Middle School. Okay. Um, That's going to be big. Yeah. That's going to be dope. Something new. Um, A whole lot of different exposure with that. Yeah. They need a travel team or something with it. It was an article <laughs> that came out. The reason that um, people got the same skin color as us can't swim is because of discrimination. Mm -hmm. And because, um, you know, we try to go to the pool over at Shore Pump or something like that, it would have been an issue yep. back like when we was in high school. So that's what they're trying to say. Like, they prevent us from being at those pools where you can learn as well. Mm. So that being in the East, and I thought that was big. I, I definitely take it. Hey, man, we, we changing the narrative up, man. Because the narrative is, on this side, we only play two sports. Mm -hmm. So... Be getting that food on dust, y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's gonna get crazy, man. It's gonna get real scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, scary. Let's go. Uh, next up, we got a story. Me and uh, me and Ronnie J. We stumbled upon. We were sitting here preparing for the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, it was on. Uh, what's the what's the show they got? E sixty. E sixty. Um. And it's basically about the Kansas City Chiefs running back, uh, running, running back coach. Excuse me. We'll get to the running back soon. Um, <laughs> right. We'll get to him. Um, the running back's coach, uh, Dylan McCullough. Uh, he was a standout athlete. I believe it was in the uh, Northeast Ohio area, mm -hmm. Cleveland, I think. Mm -hmm. um, basically, he was separated at birth. Well, given away, I should say. Um, Technically. By his, by his birth mother. Uh, and he was adopted by a family, and he was uh, he was born, uh, I believe it was John, John something. I don't want to misquote it, but uh, Dylan wasn't his name at first. Um, but his biological family took him in, named Dylan. Uh, he ended up being a standout in high school, and eventually, a college coach from Miami of Ohio, uh, Sherman Smith, came to recruit him, and he's another uh, black man. Uh, ended up being a assistant coach for the Seahawks, uh, a few other franchises in the NFL, but he was also coaching at uh, Miami of Ohio. And it turns out that his biological father is none other than Sherman Smith. His coach. His coach. At Miami of Ohio. Yeah. Um, he never knew it. Um, they had no idea. I'm going to read a quote uh, now from the article. It says, uh, if you would have told me to pick who my father was, there's no way I would have picked him because I might have thought I wasn't worthy for him to be my father. I felt like my blessings came full circle because I'd always wanted to be somebody like him. Um, true testament to how that story unfolded. Uh, he built a bond uh, with that coach, and it says a lot about the relationship between a coach and a player. We all can attest to that. Um, I think it was dope, man. Uh, they came together. They met. Uh, the families had like a big family reunion uh, in, in their hometown, and he met all of his family, and uh, they're building a, a relationship now to where they can, you know, come together 
and just be a family. Um, That's a crazy story. Yeah, yeah. same thing I said when I saw it. That's a crazy story. We said, watching, he was like, yo, how did that happen? M- mouth dropped. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yo, coach. <laughs> yo, coach. In college, who you were so cool with in college, just like, yeah, coach. Like, no stuff <laughs> right. like that. Like, yeah, he cool and all that. Whole time, <laughs> it's your pops. That's crazy. Like, That's too crazy. I don't even know how to put that into words. Like, like he. So, like, so, was, so was he upset at any point? Nah, cause he ain't know. He ain't know the coach was his dad, and the coach ain't know that he was his son. Uh-huh. Like the whole jump was just blind. Like, that's why I'm like, what? And then he was like, and the mom gave him away. Yeah. So the and dad never really got the chance to beat the son. Because his mom okay. ain't tell his dad that he had a son from the jump. Okay. And they were 16, I think, at the time? I want to say 16. That's Don't quote me on story. Yeah. I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, that's just so crazy, though. Like, yeah. Would have like, never thought about it. <laughs> like, and if it wasn't for football. That, yeah. That's that's what I try to tell people. I try to tell people. Like it wasn't for football. I've 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 had plenty talks with just like you know, normal average people who they just like, oh, it's so that sport is just so stupid, you know, y'all y'all just hitting on each other, blah 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 blah. I'm like, it's way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> like definitely. Everybody I'm talking to right now at this table I met from football. Yeah. yeah. At some point. For sure. Yeah. Like, 95, I, I ain't going to jump that far, but almost all my close friends, my my friends, just period, they came from football, football yes. at the young age of five, like five maybe. Through all these years, like I'm still cool with most of these people. Yeah. And that's a lot what, of stuff that people are nervous to do, you're not as nervous to do. Like you just you just willing to take it upon yourself to get it done. Yeah. I, I think it's one of the main lessons in football that I learned. Discipline. Structure. I try to tell people. <laughs> yeah. I try like it's way more to it than just hitting and constantly hitting, hitting, hitting. Like it's 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 way more than that. And you know how you will find that out people? By turning on the tape. That's hey, all you got to do. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's out it's, there for you. I mean, it's really that it's, simple. It's documented. Uh, like, oh, <laughs> head injuries, blah, blah, blah. Well, how about all these friends I've met and known for my entire life? Connection. How about all these life lessons I know? Yeah. How about, like, it's, 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 it's just way more than that. Injuries don't happen. Any sport. In sport, in life, <laughs> like... Anything can happen at any point. So football teaches you how to respond. It does to to, to whatever because you have to. Yeah, yeah. unless you go get scored on. You get Paul. punched in the mouth. <laughs> how are you going to act afterwards? Yeah. Oh, think about that. Yeah, man. It's way more to it than X's and O's, than helmets and shoulder pads. Like it's it's a whole lot more. Next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they did a good deed. Several players, especially uh, Michael Malcolm Jenkins, excuse me, leading the uh, Players Coalition uh, with the NFL. They uh, bailed out nine people from jail. 
uh, utilizing the social justice fund that uh, the Players Coalition and the NFL, along with the Eagles, uh, started. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit from the article. This is from uh, Huffington Post, by the way. Uh, credit to, I believe her name is Carla Herrera. Um, on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the Eagles posted $50,000 bail, uh, $25,000 raised by the players, and $25,000 match by the team's Eagles Social Justice Fund so that nine defendants in Philadelphia could spend Thanksgiving out of jail. Excuse me. The money went to Philadelphia Community Bail Fund, a local organization aimed at reforming the cash bailout system, which has been a major issue for the Philadelphia city officials over the years. Uh, Philadelphia has some of the highest incarceration rates in the U.S. Uh, researchers at Princeton have also found that black defendants are subjected to higher bail from both white, black and white judges. <clears throat> After the Thanksgiving bailout, Eagle Safety, Malcolm Jenkins, and the Players Coalition uh, stated that the cash bail system punishes poverty and punishes people of color at a grossly disproportionate rate. Uh, some people say we need the system to make our community safe, but as you can see here with these groups, we have everything we need to make our community safer when we decide to invest in people and wrap our arms around people as opposed to locking them up. thought that was a great quote. Um, from Jenkins uh, regardless of the side you took in I guess the Eric Reed, Malcolm Jenkins whatever they had um, they're doing work Yeah, um, they're doing work uh, that's all that matters the, the Eagles have been in front uh, with Chris Long especially uh, uh, a couple of other players I can't know, Carson Wentz of course um, they're just leading the charge and trying to change stuff. Uh, obviously, we know the history of Philadelphia through what they've been showing us, uh, as well as we, what we've seen with Meek um, through that situation. Um, we know they're doing great work, and we know that it's a cause that's 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 going to change a lot of things. It's going to have a domino effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, I think it's dope for the Eagles, and I know they're going to keep on doing big things. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely steps being taken forward. Yeah. It's definitely steps. And I feel like we're moving. I feel like our generation is, like, making stuff move faster, too, mm-hmm. than the generation before. Oh, yeah. Everything now happens a lot faster. Like, everything. In every, like, area of anything. Yeah. Everything happens at light speed now. We can't wait. As a people, we can't No. Wait. Like, <laughs> I, think, I honestly I can't. we realize, like, without realizing, we control the economy. You, it's just that simple. And and with social media, we used it as a weapon almost. It's just like somebody that make a post don't shop here no more. Social media, you gonna lose at least five hundred customers. It's dangerous. At minimum five hundred. It's dangerous. That's a hit. And do something dope. John's going through the roof. (laughs) What that that should be everywhere. Everywhere. It don't take no time no more. Nah, man. Um, Last one I wanted to highlight. Uh, Oscar-winning director of If Beale Street Could Talk, as well as Moonlight, uh, Barry Jenkins. Barry is a former football player at Florida State University. Um, also had a part in coming up with the series. I don't know if y'all saw it. It was about the uh, Liberty City. Um, 
the football players. It was um. I heard about it. I ain't see it. Uh, it was produced by LeBron, and they did all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Um, Liberty City, if you don't know, is a high school or area. Um, excuse me, it's a uh, Miami Northwestern high, senior high school down in uh Miami, Florida. Um, the schools produce players like Antonio Bryant, Amari Cooper, uh, I believe Teddy Bridgewater, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and Uncle Luke, I think, was a part of that process as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's a coach down there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Barry Jenkins, he again directed several, several movies, Oscar winner. Um, and he talked about, uh, his experiences through football and how it propelled him, like we were talking about earlier, how it propelled him into a space of just alleviating a lot of excuses that would like stop him from getting to his goals or mm-hmm. uh, just having that perseverance to just keep going. Uh, you can read the article at The Undefeated. I'm not going to read it because it's entirely too long. Um, but yeah, definitely make sure you check that out. Uh, doing big things in the film community, opening doors to tell more stories about our experiences, our struggles, our triumphs. Uh, so definitely shout out to Barry Jenkins moving the, uh, the film genre, uh, all because he played football growing up. Um, it's a different experience. I'm trying to tell you. Like, <laughs> it's a different experience, man. Uh, so that's turn on the tape, man. Again, we want to uh, shed light on stories of athletes doing great things in their communities. Um, and hoping that it inspires us abroad to do the same. Uh, but for now, we want to go ahead and jump right into it, man. Uh, we got a Rams fan in here. We got a Redskins fan. And we got a Cowboys fan. Um, so let's start from the bottom. Lineup here. <laughs> let's, 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 let's start from the bottom. Oh, oh. Last night. Coach, you're owning this. And oh. this is all This is all <laughs> we going to say about this, boss. <laughs> we ain't going to say nothing else about it. Go ahead, man. I told you. I don't know if it was episode eight, episode nine, probably nine. Mm-hmm. I told you, at some point, Mark Sanchez was going to have to actually play on purpose. You did call it. On purpose. It happened that he had to play <laughs> last night. Cole McCoy is out for the year. As with Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's not even my biggest issue. Adrian Peterson, he had a 90-yard touchdown last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In like the second quarter, maybe. Mm -hmm. Between those last two quarters, he couldn't gain 10 yards. He did not, after that 90-yard run, he did not end this game with over 100 yards rushing. He only had nine carries. Good point. Chris Thompson came back from injury. He maybe had five touches mm-hmm. total. Jamison Crowder came back. Mm-hmm. He had a few touches. Yeah. Didn't do too much. It was bad. Jordan Reed, as with all year, he's been quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is back there? Uh... Yeah, Mark Sanchez, he didn't play bad, but, you know, he didn't play good either. So, so basically what you're telling me is you just you, you closing up shot for the year. I'm done. You're done. <laughs> the last, like, two years, every single offensive lineman we've had 
It don't matter if it's first string, third string, fourth string. They all get hurt. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this, man. I, I've always been a fan of the Redskins since maybe two years before Jeff Fisher left. Okay. okay. You know, you guys gave us a, a lot of picks. <laughs> right, right. You guys solidified right. us getting Aaron Donald. Right. And I really appreciate that you guys hey, won that. I'm I'm glad the Skins can help someone because they can't help themselves. <laughs> you guys gave us your offensive coordinator, Sean McVay. Right. So, you know. I, For nothing. I think that y'all season still is bright. I, I believe in Mark Sanchez. No, you don't. I really do. No, you don't. I believe in Mark. I'm glad someone did. Mark got through into the fire. If he would have been the starting quarterback that game, I think it would have went a little bit different, but I think the Eagles still would have won. Like, the crazy thing is, like, we still had chances. Oh, yeah. We had plenty of chances, but it's like – I don't even blame Mark Sanchez 100%. It's definitely the coaching. It's Jay after, after, like you said, Adrian Peterson, he got the ball in the second quarter, ran it for 90 on him, and he was jogging. He's like 30. After he got past the 50-yard line, he was jogging with DBs behind him. Yeah. <laughs> he was and good. he still had five yards on him jogging. Yeah. yeah. And he's like 40. Mm-hmm. He had nine carries. I started Chris Thompson on my fan, dude, because I'm like, Fandle. I'm telling y'all, Fandle's the way. I'm telling you, he dumped it off. I figured, okay, backup quarterback, they going to get at least 10 catches. Nope. <laughs> like, we had 14 carries as a team, I think. It was something, something, something around that. Agent Peterson had nine. Chris Thompson had like three. Mark Sanchez had one. I'm just like, bro, like. Nah, did you see the reverse? Did you see the reverse? Did anybody see the reverse play? First off, who was supposed to be, like, coming in motion? Because I've seen at least six people in motion. I got a hot take that just came to my phone. I don't know if I want to interrupt the script. Hey, go ahead, go man. ahead. Give us, a, give us the Woj bomb. I don't say because the skins ain't nothing to talk about. The Bills just released. Um, I seen that. I seen Kelvin that. Benjamin and Andre Holmes. I ain't see Holmes, but I seen Kelvin. Come play tight end. <laughs> <And I'm laughs> Come play it's tight a end. Team right now. Come play tight end. You mean left guard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is a big dude. He's like two sixty. He can come down there. They, they don't need him in LA. Golf and get it to. See, well, but go ahead. Since you go ahead, I would have said that's up. all we need to say about the skins anyway. So, yeah, boom. Right, we go. The only go Rams fan I know in the East Coast, but he has been holding them down since St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll True. take it. True fan. I mean, through the good, the bad. Since Kurt won out I'll the take grocery it. store. Let's I'll, talk about it. The grocery bagging store. groceries at you at. What, like Kroger or something? Like, <laughs> hey, man, so hey. what's been the brightest spot for your team thus far, do you think? Corey Littleton. And I say that with proud emphasis. Before anybody As you anything, see, it was no hezzy on that at all. This is a fan. It was no that, hezzy because a lot of people <laughs> don't know who that is. Not, not going to hold y'all. Corey. I don't know who that is. I, our biggest fear going into the season was our linebacking core. And mm-hmm. I said, we just need one guy to step up. We just need one guy to step up and get us through the season because our defensive line, our DBs was off the chain already <laughs> anyway. And he stepped up. He leads the team in tackles. Wow. As a backup. He's the backup. 
Mark Barron ain't even played that much this season. And he was a safety. <laughs> Mark Barron's the only one we kept. We traded um, Ogletree to the Giants, and he's not played that I much this season. I was going to say, he, he, yeah. We got a fourth round for him. I was going to say, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye. What do you think has been the weakest point? Because uh, y'all, y'all got one loss, um, that one loss. The, ironically, I think our weakest point has been our DBs as well. I was about to say, the only one in particular that, granted, he's a great player. He's just not, he just hasn't played to who he can be and who he has been is Peters. He's been getting toasted, mm. roasted, which, which, I mean, he takes chances. And for any cornerback who takes chances, that's going to happen. Yeah. He like you can't stop it. Yep. But it's just that these last like couple years, like we're kind of. I mean, these last couple years, he's been balling. Yeah. Like I want what last year with Kansas City, like he had, like. Lead leading pick. Yeah, I was gonna say like he, <laughs> like he. It's there. I would it's say definitely there. Marcus Peters got hurt week three the That's same time as Tlaib. That's a fact. And he won't pose to play the same amount of time as Tlaib. That's a fact. But he ate it. He played through the injury. I think he's going to – I think I think by the playoff time when we get that that second bye week, I think he's going to be 100% because Tlaib is back now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest key and, to this whole equation. And I hope the Saints win their first game. Because if we see them in the conference championship, I'm they don't that, want yeah. the smoke. I'm, they don't want that smoke. Because Tlaib is on Thomas the whole game, I promise you. It ain't even that. <laughs> it's going to get crazy. It, look, look, look. It ain't even that. Y'all have seen what, and I and I hate, I hate this, but, you know, the Cowboys get some credit. Y'all have seen the key to stopping Drew Brees. Pressure in his face. Well, hmm, let's see. Aaron Donald's a three technique. <laughs> right. And Dominican Sue is on the other side. Hmm. If dude and cuz from the Cowboys can, pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. And Dominican Sue and Aaron Donald with ends who are actually, you know, pretty good. They can make that happen as well. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Everybody like the, we don't see the defense showing up right now. I'm like, if I've you, seen it. if you see it in the playoffs, <laughs> in the playoffs, that's gonna be a different type of environment with those guys. Sue ain't got a ring. Donald ain't got a ring. Donald just got paid. Mm-hmm. And still hooping after he got paid. Yep. Hooping, balling, whatever. And right now, the way Sue played this season, he not gonna get that contract that he wanted. Mm-hmm. So he gonna have to show off in the playoffs. So he's counting on that. Trust me. And yeah. either way, he's still in Dominican suit. Yes, sir. Like he's insane. Yeah. Adding Fowler was big. Yes. Um, I I think you guys are are the most complete team. Uh, in terms of just the talent at each position. Um, I'm excited. I'm more excited to see Jared Goff. I think that's been the biggest improvement. He has proved a lot of people wrong. He's proved a lot of people wrong. (laughs) Which ain't even his fault per se. Oh, yeah. The same stuff I've said over and over again. 
when he got when he got drafted, who was the head coach? That guy. That's all I need to and say. And look, I told people. I think I was talking to Chip. I think I told Chip one day. I was just watching him um, one day when he was at Cal. Mm-hmm. When he was still at Cal, I was just watching him one game. I was like, oh, he was just the fade routes that he was throwing in the end zone, like the passes. I was like. This kid, I I never thought that he would be the number one pick coming out the draft. Same thing. I never thought same that. Same thing. But it's like he always had the talent, always had the skill. It was just hard to tell the talent when his team was so bad. Cal yeah. has not played good since like Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, eh, it's like, yeah, he's good, but Cal stinks. So I'm not watching it. You can't watch it. They aren't on TV. So it's just like, okay, who the hell is Jared Goff and why is he the top pick? Now you're starting <laughs> to see why. Like, he actually has, like, skill. Because even with Todd, even with Woods, even with Cooks, all of them, it's like, A talented offense, yes. Overly talented, no. So, golf gets some credit. He, I feel like he good. he gets credit because, granted, he does have guys. He has guys on offense, mm-hmm. but and we don't even use all our weapons. That's exactly. The crazy part. <laughs> John yeah. Kelly, we ain't used him yet. Malcolm like, Brown, they say he gonna be back by the playoffs. That's why golf gets credit. Like, you can't take it from him. Yes, Todd Gurley is playing out of his mind as he's been playing. Okay. Jared Goff gets credit. Like, I, like, it. I'm sorry. Like, he's he's playing good ball right now. Seven interceptions. Um, I think. I think the Rams are probably you can probably lock them in. Um, the Rams and the Saints for the championship, for the uh, conference championship at least. Uh, I wouldn't count us out. I would. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm I'm still not so not so. Listen, Cooper has been like the key aspect of helping y'all, just because now y'all have a threat. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, your quarterback has actually been getting him the ball accurately. So now, you can't really stack and try to stop Zeke because I wouldn't leave any corner on Cooper on his own. Maybe Patrick Peterson, but even then, it's like, eh. I've been more surprised that we've been able to run the football the way we've been able to run the football. With no, backups. you haven't. No, with you backups haven't. in the game. No, you haven't. We had what's the, what's my guy? Who name? are the backups though? Uh, Ross Smith. Huh? Ross Smith did they? I'm talking about uh the O line. Oh, okay. the backup O lineman. Who? Um, who are y'all backups? Uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't want to mess it up. It's Lua Saf. Cameron Fleming coming over from the Patriots. Cameron Fleming was a skilled guy. He was. He wasn't playing all year. Don't know why. A skilled um, guy coming out of college. <laughs> just been sitting in the league yeah. in New England. And he was just 
sitting on the roster wasn't playing. Now he plays. Um, no Tyron Smith is big. I think Tyron, see, see, but there's another thing. Tyron Smith ain't been playing that good this year. He hasn't, and because I think he personally has not been healthy since last year. That's um, probably true. And it's kind of been showing, and I think that's probably going to be our second round draft pick. <laughs> um, mm. What's your first pick? Uh, you know, we traded away. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, right, that's, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. We did, mm. and, and I'm not mad because I mean, if that, now you're not mad. I wasn't mad. If you trade no, 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 no
Yeah, you gonna pull that hammy again? Oh, 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 oh. I was ready to say. I was ready to say. I mean, it's only but, inevitable. Like he does this every time. He'll come back. He'll play a game and a half, maybe, and then up leg hamstring injury. Again. Because granted, Sean Lee is a dog, but he's only a dog when all his limbs work. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, all his limbs ain't working. Listen, he just need to go ahead and be our linebackers coach and just call it a day. Um, Do you know why he won't? Two J's. <laughs> Two J's. Jerry Jay Jones. Jones. Yeah, man. Um, he got 1,100 right now, though. 500 ain't nothing to him. Scheduled 504? I did see the schedule. Philly, they ain't looking too good Bucks, front-wise. Okay, he could go Colts. for 200 on the Bucks. He could go for a 120 on the, the Colts. Yeah. And then we finish off with the Giants. Oh, He yeah, could go yeah, for yeah, 600 yeah, against yeah, yeah, the Giants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1,600 is definitely doable I was gonna say like, in the next four weeks. 500 yards in four weeks. Huh? We'll see, man. It all depends on how. And he's at 1,150. Eleven fifty. Hey man, we'll see. I don't know. So he needs four fifty in four weeks. That's a lot. That's not when he gets the rock. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I would rather have it in twenty one hands than four. And I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's, I agree. It's 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 only facts. The most important cowboy on the team though is four. I mean, we we going as far as four takes. <sighs> Which is very sad, but I mean, it is. It it's true. Yeah. Um But change of pace. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a coach. Nope. And that's exactly where I see the chemistry. That's exactly what I was going with that. So guys, let me ask you. Did the firing of Mike McCarthy after losing to the then two and nine Browns, I believe? Oh, excuse me, Cardinals, excuse me, yeah. The uh two and nine Cardinals. Um. Anybody surprised by that? I mean, I'm. I, I'm, I am I'm surprised. surprised. I'm, I'm. 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 Well, I'll take it back. You know, I'm not surprised because the Washington Redskins beat the Packers this year. <laughs> That's why I'm not surprised. <laughs> Listen, but man. the Cardinals, yes, because the Cardinals stink. Very, yeah, and stink bad. is very nice. They're bad. So, and then especially with Josh Rosen at quarterback. Johnson hasn't been playing that well. I mean, I can't tell you who's playing wide receiver right now. Fitz, I'm pretty sure he's still there. Christian Kirk, very nice rookie. I'll take him. But outside of that, like, I'm not not threatened. And who? (laughs) Trent Sheffield. Excuse me? Excuse me? Trent who? Couldn't quite hear that, but he's the starter. Trent, Trent Sheffield is number sixteen for the uh, <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. He had one catch for twenty-one yards this past weekend. If anybody knows who that is, I will cash up you twenty dollars. <laughs> um, this is bad. I don't know why people are so shocked by this. Um, like they, they just listen. They four seven and I'm, one. I'm only <laughs> shocked because Aaron Rodgers could not make it work. Playing against a horrid Arizona Cardinals defense. Granted, Patrick Peterson is there. Name someone else who plays for them on defense. Oh, Buda. Pass, Buda. Pass, oh Buda. Buda. Yeah. Oh, Their past defense is top ten in the NFL. Still, I'm, I'm, Still. I'm, 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 I'm not impressed. 
Um, you got to get pressure on that. And then, man. you know, Chandler Jones, he's still out there in the, in the sack race. I'm trying to tell people, man, the Cardinals' defense is still top 10 passing. It's just that Run you would never know because you don't see them anymore. Yeah, they never on. I haven't seen them since Washington, week one. Yeah. That's the last time I've seen the Cardinals on TV. They should be embarrassed, the Packers. They, um, they have to be. That's Arizona. why Mike McCarthy's gone. Yeah, Arizona's a dome team. I mean, they come in in Lambeau. That's supposed to be home field advantage, blah, 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 blah. And y'all lose. So who's going to – who's their new head coach? My question. I got a couple names that I think <laughs> that's going to go there. Um, if Mike Tomlin loses in the playoffs, does he get fired? They're never going to – I ain't going to say never going to fire him, but they ain't going to fire that man. If he leaves, it's going to be on his own terms. Yeah, I would gonna say gonna they ain't going to fire him. He did lose to the Broncos and the and the Chargers. Now it's looking like an L in the playoffs. Only way they would fire him is if Bill Cower came back, <laughs> which a lot of teams still want him. I feel like if Mike Tomlin gets fired, he's on the first ballot to Green Bay. He's on f- for anywhere. Yeah, Anybody trying to find one. Um, other than fucking Lincoln Riley. Yo, <laughs> I'm I am too. I am too. Lincoln, what? Because of Baker Mayfield? 35. He's coached. He's been a college head coach for three years now. He ain't no Sean McVay. And he been in, like, pro ball for years. He started off. He coached tight ends at one point. Hey, man, I've been saying it. He's not my head coach anything. He, he come coordinate my offense. He was an offensive I'm, analyst in Washington at one point. I'm good. Like, uh, Yeah. Take over my whole NFL team I'm with good. contracts. <laughs> with contracts. He's 35. They just try to keep He's going the youngest coach in college football. <laughs> And you think he going to come be the head coach of my t- – it's guys on that team older than him. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is not going to take him seriously. If he didn't no. take Mike seriously, he's definitely not going to take him seriously. No, no one's going to take him seriously. They're about to John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> well, since he's locked in for the next 10, 9. You know the, uh, the hot buzz name is going to be Josh McDaniels. It mm-hmm. as it's been every year. Josh McDaniels ain't going nowhere because he's been terrible outside of New England once. Yeah, uh, that was just one time. I, I think that if he if he leaves out now and get an Aaron Rodgers, not a Tim Tebow, he ain't going. <laughs> you know, I think it'll be good. He he he's stuck on that that wing of New England. He's <laughs> he's comfortable. I mean, it's been a long time since then. What? It's been like eight years since Tebow been out the league. He tried leaving, and then he's like, eh. You know, I still hold I still hold to that theory that he did that this past offseason because he was under, under the assumption that Tom was retiring. I was about to say, he will leave when Tom leaves. Yeah. Same thing. Another hot take. Bill will leave when Tom leaves. Hmm. <laughs> but his leave is permanent, though. Oh, you think he just good? Yeah. What? Yeah. For what? I'm not. I... Who is the New England Patriots backup quarterback? <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. It's Hoyer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm leaving on that note as well. Yeah. yeah. Like no. Nah. So. But. Yeah, man. 
Um, Another change of pace. Uh, the biggest story in 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 the last like three days. Um, Kareem Hunt. Um. Listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. Before we start that conversation, domestic violence is wrong. Yes. Domestic as violence always. is unacceptable. As always. But, I mean. Ain't, <laughs> I say, ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, and the main people who need to catch, like, all the, like, all the shit on this is the league. Yeah. Because... If there was no camera, if they didn't see it, Kareem Hunt would still be starting on Sunday. This is probably true. No, no, it's not probably true. <laughs> and you know that. Stop saying, look, yeah. you're trying to be nice. It is true. It's like the NFL knew about it, but it was just like, y'all got They knew about it. If, if you didn't talk to Kareem Hunt, you didn't even try to talk to... Said girl, they didn't care. They're like, oh, I bet. Like, <laughs> when you got some proof, holler back. Yeah, like, like, unfortunately, like, I mean, it's sad, but it they only act on instances they have to. Mm-hmm. It's reactionary. Yeah. They have to. They don't care about it. Don't don't try to push. No, 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 no. They don't care about it. As we've seen with multiple players, the only time they they take action on it is when they have to. They absolutely have no choice but to. Yeah. And that has only happened in the two times we've had it on film. Yeah. Yeah. And those two players will never see another carry in the league. Hunt, it's possible, but eh, they're trying to... He kicked the girl in the face. They trying to, yeah. It's 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 real quiet for him right now. So, I just I'm 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 just confused as to who thinks this is like gonna fly. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you you number one. Like you think just because you who you are or what. When are we gonna learn that number one is wrong? Number two. Why you act like you gonna get away with it? See, right. <laughs> here's my thing, and it might sound crazy at first, but follow me. Sure, follow me. We've all been through things that happened that shouldn't have happened, and you know it shouldn't happen. But in that moment, you ain't thinking about all all the extra stuff that piles on after it's done. So, okay, I'll take that. What kills me is when he comes on TV yesterday oh, for that. Even if you tr- he he spoke with I don't know her name for sure, but he spoke on his whole his whole thing, and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, e- you easily can tell, like, his people told him, was like, hey, you need to go talk 
to this person and speak on this, this, and this, and speak like it was so fake. Oh, and yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which, which, which media cover up. It's like I get it. You have to, but try harder than he did. Like he's just like, yeah, you know, yeah. It was so bad. I'm, I'm just so mad at myself. Blah blah blah. And he sounded just like that. And I'm just like, who's buying that? I mean, I get it. You have to. You have to. I get it. But. I mean, that whole thing just seemed scripted. It seemed practiced. Mm. So it's like you aren't like you're kind of only sorry because you got caught. Yeah. Like not because it happened. You're sorry because you got caught. So and you don't have a job. So with that, obviously, we know punishment's coming. Um just because obviously we, we've seen it. We've seen it on video. Yep. Um, we saw last year um, how the Ezekiel Elliott case kind of dragged out. And yep. How, you know, they found out, oh, she was lying, whatever, whatever. Still, He still got six games. Yeah. Um, so that set the precedent. Um, so I'm like, I've been telling a lot of people, I mean, we can expect a minimum. Of at least eight games. Yeah. But um, see, but see, but see, the only thing with that, eight games, okay. He ain't got no games left because he don't have a job. Well, yeah, this is true. Yeah. This is true. I like, mean, he don't even have a job right now, and no team is going to touch him, even though he's 23. Mm. Like, granted, I'm 24. I've made terrible choices at some point. So, it's like, I get it. Like, he's still young. And he's still a human. He's still, like, he's still a person. So, like, he, yes, he, I mean, granted, it was a horrible thing. But he, he will make bad choices. But it's just like, you just have to know, like, at, like, I don't think there's no way to get past if you hit the woman. It's Isn't not. That? It's not. Especially on film. <laughs> not even on film in this day and age. Because, look, they can just say, he hit me. You ain't You ain't got to lay a finger on it. That's a fact. You can just upset a woman. She can make it seem like you hit her. And you could be stuck in the case for at least a, six months to a year to the point where you might end up doing a plea for some shit you ain't even did. And why your character is just... Shout out to Ruben Foster. Speaking of Ruben Foster, um, Redskins picked him up off of waivers. Um, another situation where he was suspended previously for the same instance. Um, now, his his situation is a little bit tricky for me because I'm at a point where, okay, you got in a situation with this young lady before. Cool. She said she didn't, you know, nothing happened. She was lying. Whatever. She lied. Right. You got two games because of it. You served your time. You did your due, your due process. Facts. Then you come back and now. Still dealing with this person. And then we get more allegations of the same thing. Now, you fooled me once. Shame on you. I'm not going to repeat the rest, but you know how it goes. <laughs> right. So, obviously, where there's smoke, there is fire. 
So at this point now, I can't really have too much sympathy for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's even, all. Hmm. And even even in this situation, I don't really have no sympathy for you because of the allegations that are on you. Like right, like it's just at a point where now, like we don't. You wrong, like, and you you're gonna get punished for it. And I just don't think it's worth the risk for these teams in their situations to touch and try to sign these guys to contracts. For me, it's just messy. Um, you gotta if if you're gonna sign a guy like this, you let the legal process play out. You let the NFL in- investigation play out. We don't want him a part of our brand if right. he has this stuff on his back. That's what I'm like, the Redskins, and at this point, now you lose to the Cowboys. He never, did he even play? No. Nope. I don't think he played. Yeah, because he got suspended, right? Well, the exempt list, as the they call exempt it. exempt list. Yeah, yeah whatever that is. So I'm like, what was the purpose? The, they signed him in hopes that he clears everything, mm-hmm. and then he can play next year. Yeah. Because... If he does clear, the skins have a steal. And apparently, as you've seen with every move Washington has made, they're trying to get everyone on. They're trying to get every player from Bama they possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's almost, like, gross now. Like, right now... Total, we have five players on that one side from Bama. That's not not with him. So, total of six. Yeah. I'm I'm a little kind of on the fence with that, too, because I don't want to hear about how his teammates vouch for him. I mean, if that was your homeboy, you're going to vouch for him, too. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, because where was, where was the Alabama teammates after the first incident <laughs> when he was getting caught up with that situation mm-hmm. and tried to pick him up so he wouldn't get into the second one? Like, y'all vouching up for, oh, he's a good dude. Why didn't y'all tell, tell people he was a good dude after the first time <laughs> and show people that he was a good dude now? Because he won't with them. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. It's It's like... I will take it just because we still don't know. We still don't have the info. Granted, it's all on him. Even if she's lying again, it's on you because you're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm not cutting him any slack just because that's on you. I don't know all the information. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it unfolded. But he's in it again with the same person. So, that's on you. If he clears it, good, cool, bam, learn from it. Leave her alone. Leave them alone. If you know, you know. I feel like the best thing (laughs) for an athlete and men in general when dealing with women, I feel like the first thing you got to do is make sure you can trust the girl. I understand we get drunk. I understand we get wasted. I understand we like to party. I understand girls going to throw it at you when you go out. But it has to be some type of trust that you have to be able to develop within those three hours you meet that girl. And if y'all don't have that negotiation or that trust and you, you know, and you don't feel like you can trust her, it's no point of you bringing her back to your room. I mean, give me something. Give me trust. Because it didn't look like this was a girl that, you know, was his girlfriend or somebody that he was close to. 
this looked like a girl he might have picked up when he was out in Chicago because he wasn't even in his regular state. <laughs> I mean, he was in Chicago. Ooh. This was definitely just an encounter. Give me something. Give me trust. Sign a waiver. Like I don't know what do she. Might've, I don't know what she might have said to him to piss him off to make him charge her like that. But regardless, is you shouldn't have even brought that type of girl into the room in the first place nope. if you know she could have got you to that point. Nope. Yeah. Um. So, fellas, I hope you're listening. Uh, ladies, we we love you. Um, yeah. We don't condone any of that. Though. We love those who don't lie about stuff like that. That too. Because that's, that's another story. Like, don't be out here just hurt and mad. That's Tell that's the truth. In itself. Tell um, the truth. Um, if you hurt, take your L. <laughs> It's someone else. Hmm. Just hold your air proudly and go jump to the next. Yeah. Like, you Kareem Hunt, bro. Like, <laughs> Kareem Hunt. Like, you and Kareem Hunt, you out in Chicago right You're now. You're Kareem Hunt. We still don't know the other girl's name. That should tell you all you need to know. We all know who you are. We don't know who she is. I promise you, it's a girl. And it's like, I'm a regular dude. And, like, you can, like, even at my level, you can find a girl that's willing to do anything that you want them to do. Yep. Or, or you can find a girl that you can pay. That's another story. And we're going to leave that one alone. I'm against all. We don't condone this. I was going to say, I'm against all payments. I don't condone it either because I'm broke. That includes premium snaps, so we ain't going to get that. Oh, wow. Yes, bro. Like, I'm not about to pay for no sex. That is a whole new podcast. A whole other podcast. How you found out about me? Your friend, right? How much I pay for her? What? What? I ain't paying for you. Oh, <laughs> and on that note, guys. <laughs> oh man, nah, but uh, shifting gears a little bit, man. That's that's the NFL for real. Uh, in a nutshell, right now, uh, the playoffs are deciding themselves right now. Uh, myself, um, the Cowboys, the Rams are all in playoff contention. The Redskins are That's still saying, fighting. I say we're not speaking about oh, them no more. Excuse me. Uh, say nothing. We done. We shall not name them. No, um, we don't speak on those. So guys. yeah, guys, please pay, pay attention to this playoff race that's coming down now, right now. Um, Chargers in the AFC look like they want they want smoke. Patriots obviously want smoke. They always want smoke. Um, but yeah, man, let's let's shift to college real quick. Before uh, we go there, though, the Eagles and the Cowboys playing this week for the division, right? Yeah. Okay, just make sure. Just okay. Make sure. Yeah, we do got a division game coming up. Uh, but we'll be right back. Just turn on the tape. Uh, Ronnie J is here. Twan yep. is here. Blast yep. is here. Yep. Um, they're actually the same person. <laughs> they're amazing. Um, just turn on the tape. We out. Yeah, we back. Turn on the tape is here. Uh, another week, episode 10. Um, wow, I don't think we said that at the top. Um, but it's definitely episode 10. This is monumental. Yep. Ten episodes in, um, a lot of growth, but uh, we're, we're back. We're gonna talk about a little college football real quick, a little NBA action. Um, so, fellas, I mean, the college football playoff is set. Um, I one thousand percent disagree <sighs> with it. Um, we have Alabama uh, at number one, which we all knew. Um, I'll take that. 
Clemson. Clemson at number two. Once we all knew. I'll take that. Here's where it gets a little fishy. Notre Dame at three. Which I know. Oklahoma at four. I don't like Notre Dame. Granted, they only lost, what, one game? No, they didn't lose. They didn't lose. So I get it. I get it. They didn't lose. But are they a top four team that I want to see in the playoffs? No. The system? They got to be up there because they ain't lose. And they play good teams. Technically, yes, I'll take that. But it's just, I don't want to see them because, one, they have to play Bama. If they come out and beat Bama, then then everybody's going to thank Notre Dame. If they come out and beat Bama, I promise you right now I'm going to buy me all the Notre Dame gear I can find. I promise you, whoever (laughs) beats Alabama, because – I'm going to cop a jersey, too. Man, listen. Because I really don't see any of them three teams beating them. If all three teams had a chance to play them, I don't think one would beat them. Uh, I think. No. I think Clemson would give them some smoke. Clemson is the closest team, but Trevor Lawrence going against that front, they will eat him alive. They will eat him alive. He's not Watson. He's not. He's not. He's not. Not granted. Yet. From balled out last year. Mm-hmm. But from left home, left that game without a ring or a trophy as well. This is true. Um, Georgia's is the only other team outside of this that should have made it. I mean, in, at least in terms of if we're talking. As far as the top four teams. teams yeah. Best team because they can compete. Four teams, Georgia should have been in. Because we after that game we saw against Alabama this past weekend, Georgia can play. Yeah. Which um, once again, as I've said for a long time, shut up about Jalen Hurts. As you saw, he still has it. He still yeah. has that it yeah, yeah, in him. And and listen, man, I'm I'm kind of over the whole like story, the the whole resilient story. Listen. I get it. He stayed there. He toughed it out. You know, congratulations. We support that. But if he had a transfer, I wouldn't have cared either way because that's his right. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can do that. Coaches do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got coaches right now that are coaching right now for teams who are, they're not going to be coaching for next year. Everybody knows. Yeah. I promise you. My senior year, I'm sorry, Alabama, I'm out. I'm not sitting on the bench. I just took y'all to our one national championships. Yeah. I'm not playing behind this guy. <laughs> Who's Tua? Yeah. He can go win the Heisman next year when I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, what I said to start Tua? the season, but, you know. Hey, I I just think that we need to get rid of that. I mean, and they're already out there playing for free. <laughs> <laughs> and they they funding mm-hmm. the academic programs and <laughs> just by hmm. wearing the jersey. I mean, give them that. I mean, I don't understand the big whatever. They just mad because – we talented and we can go anywhere and be great. Um, yeah, um, that's 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 it for me with college football, man. Uh, I, I was going to say that's all there is the, to talk the, about. The playoff is, is set. I mean, Oklahoma, they can probably get in there and make a little noise depending on who they play. Uh, they play Clemson. Oh, they play Clemson yeah, first round? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Oh, hey. no, 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 no. Oh. Hold on. How it go? Does two play four? Two play four and one, one play three? Or does one play four and two play three? Let's see. Um, That's the question. I 
Oh, uh, two plays three. One plays four. Uh, Which Clemson means has Notre Dame. Oklahoma has to play Bama. Yep. And we know how that's Oklahoma going. is a one-man show. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma's one man don't even care about football. <laughs> yeah, he going to the league, man. Shout out to Kyler Murray. He might baseball. stumble towards a Heisman. <laughs> yeah. And he... <laughs> And he don't care nothing about it. He like, oh, all right, bet. Heisman, all right, cool. Yeah, man. I'm playing baseball next year. So, Uh, as I said, it's going to end up being Clemson and Bama again. Which is is the only good game that could be played for the national championship. Because if... Clemson play Oklahoma, eh. You wouldn't want to see Notre Dame, uh, Oklahoma? No, you can't. Because <laughs> ain't no way in hell Clemson and Bama losing. I mean, I'm just saying. If, if you saw no that game, I think that would be a really good game. I think I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Notre Dame beat Michigan. Yeah. Who, eh, okay, Technically a top-ranked team at that point. Technically a top-ranked team towards the end of the season. But from what we saw, top-ranked team, no. They beat Northwestern? Eh. They beat Syracuse? Good football team. Eh, good. They they were a good team. But Syracuse. That's true. That's true. Syracuse ended at 20. Notre Dame finished at 22. I mean, Northwestern finished at 22. Michigan finished at seven. That's why it was. They I get it. Strength. I get it. They ain't lose. I get it as technical schedule strength because those teams were ranked. You can't take that from them. But once you turn on the tape <laughs> and actually watch those teams, should any of them have been ranked as high as they were ranked? Probably not. I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think probably uh, not. Because what was Syracuse right now? Twenty, something like that. They didn't even play for their conference championship. That is true. They are twentieth, and they didn't even play for it. That's a good point. That's why it's like, eh, which is why I can kind of take Northwestern because they did play for their conference championship and they did play decently, but it's still Northwestern. Eh, yeah, they still weren't that good. Yeah, man. So it's like. To be honest, from all these four teams who are in, not one team had a tough schedule. Not one had a tough, like mm. like tough. I'll say Oklahoma schedule. Oklahoma so. best team they played was Texas twice, and they lost one of them, and they should have lost the second one. West Virginia wasn't uh wasn't a slouch game. They did, they did win that game. I'll take that. That wasn't a slouch game at all. Um and then they played them twice. No, once once. They played Texas twice Texas because of twice. the the conference championship. Um, which they lost to Texas the first time. They did. If I didn't state that already. <laughs> That's your squad, I forgot. My bad. Texas. Um but yeah, man. I think it's a, it's pretty much Clemson didn't play. ACC is a gauntlet, though. You got you got to make it out. The a ACC. gauntlet, yes, sir. A gauntlet of what? <laughs> a Listen. gauntlet of mediocrity. Okay, go who on. who go. was the best team outside of Clemson in that conference? UVA. 
Don't say anybody else because you know it was UVA. And that tells you all you need. Who? NC State better than them. NC State, did you not see the last couple games NC State played? NC State better than them. NC State played with Virginia right now. They winning. NC State started off hot and all that simmered down (laughs) easily. Um, who they, else they had the ACC, no Tech, Duke, North Carolina, Boston College, which they they actually played well. Yeah, Syracuse. The accusers and there. Okay, Gauntlet. Yeah, Gauntlet those are games what? you can lose. Gauntlet of mediocrity. <laughs> the, 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 those are games Clemson could lose just because Clemson was not. That spectacular this year. Fair. They, they, if I'm not wrong, it was a couple of games that they could have and should have lost. Fair enough. But I'll take it because I, I like Clemson. I like Clemson a lot. Their whole thing falls on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's it. Not a single person else. It's Trevor Lawrence. Um, NBA, uh, shifting to NBA real quick, uh, everyone who's good sucks, all the teams that suck are like top teams. Yeah, uh, the Clippers are, are, are playing defense and, and winning games. Uh, and Tobias Harris was a player of the month. Yeah, um, last you night. You had Giannis, oh, mm-hmm. excuse me, you had Giannis from the East. Yep. Didn't have Harden, didn't have KD. No stuff, no CP, no Dame, no, <laughs> you know, I could name it. I like Tobias, but Tobias Harris, averaging 22 points a game, was player of the month for the whole Western Conference, including the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> he Last night he had 27-6, and six, playing against the Pelicans, one by three. Not, not AD, not Drew. Yeah. Tobias Harris. Um, and the crazy thing about it, the Pelicans, last night, Anthony Davis had 23 and 13 and five assists. Um, Julius Randle had 37, uh, eight rebounds. Uh, Drew Holiday, 13 points, 14 assists. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, they played well. Timothy yeah. Frazier. Timothy Frazier, yes, who he was in the game. They did not have Miritic last night. He was a late scratch. I know only <laughs> off of FanDuel purposes. Hey, man. Speaking of which, since we're on the NBA, did y'all hear about Kay Felder? I did not. For the Raptors? I didn't even, I didn't even know he played for yeah. the Raptors. Because last year he played for Cleveland, and he played for... No, he played for the Bulls. No, he played for Cleveland. Then he played for for the Bulls. Then that's the last I heard of him. Yeah, I don't know. What happened? So, I believe, matter of fact, I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, he got arrested on domestic um, violence. Well, there you have it. Man, listen. We just... We're not going to get back into this. I was going well, to say, because... Listen, man. Especially somebody who like my height. But, you know, we're not making jokes on <laughs> I don't this. I it, man. Like, we're bro, not like, making jokes on this. I don't know. Like, if there's a job in the NBA and the NFL for... There needs to be some type of program where there's a guy, 
a male that's telling them how to handle women when you get to that point. Because obviously there's some confusion. I didn't think it was that much confusion. I guess because of where I came from. If you give me a check of $20,000 every two weeks to just play <laughs> the sport I love, I'm probably going to be home playing video games, Chilling. buying what I want, and I'll go out. And if I want to see a girl, you know, I, I'll chill with her. But I have to develop some type of conversation, some type of trust. So I can know I won't whoop your ass. <laughs> like, because that's a real emotion. Like, dudes get upset with certain girls, and that's why we don't talk to them. Because we know they might take us to a point we don't want to be at. That's just ones. being real. Hey, man. The smart ones, at least. I would love to teach, like, how to avoid girls that look good that are bad for you. Like, I didn't know that that was a skill. Hey, man. I feel like I should put that on a resume. Honestly. It even happens in my regular workplace. Like sometimes, in the words of one of our coaches, sometimes you just gotta chill. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just at some point you gotta realize I can't be out here doing nothing crazy, and that I just I'm I'm in the public eye, so I need to be an example to other people. Um, it's just sad. It's nasty. It's, it's just, it can be avoided. Women are, are important pieces and fixtures in our lives. Um, all of us have a woman, uh, whether it be a mother, sister, aunt, Facts. cousin. Just put put yourself, imagine somebody doing that to you, one of the people you love or care about. You know? Um, it just doesn't need to happen. It's a sad story too, man, because they had them in the G League. And he was averaging good numbers. He was averaging 18 points, four rebounds, six and a half assists, and 11 games. For nothing. For nothing. <laughs> I mean, because now, like, people not putting up with that. I mean, obviously we know it's wrong, but especially in the in the time that we're in now, that's like it's not going down, man. You you're not. It's not happening. <laughs> Period. So, I feel sorry for the girls in these situations too, man. Yeah. Definitely. Because, you know, we don't ever get to know their name. Yeah, or the story. Yeah. Um, there, there has to be, there has to be across all platforms, whether it's in work, uh, regular nine to fives, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, whatever it is, there needs to be things in place where there is punishment for the the abuser counseling for the abuser, counseling for the the lady involved, uh, just so that both sides are taken care of in these matters because we want people to know that we care about both parties here. Um, we want people to be punished for their actions and their wrongdoings, but we also want to make sure that they're rehabilitated so that they don't do the same things over. Yeah. Um, and we also want the women to know that this isn't a a, a stigma that's attached to this this the type of person that he is right and we don't want athletes to be shown that way um because that's we don't want the one mistake for one person to be the outlook that you have on all athletes um that's why we strive to let you all know to turn on the tape and just see that there's a lot of good happening right now um and there's work being done that are that's trying to move the culture of sports and uh different conversations that are pushing forward and different agendas. Um, yeah, man. We 
we really, really, really want athletes to figure that out, man, and, and just be accountable for their actions. Uh, this is going to wrap us up. Um, I just want to say I'm here. Ronnie J stepped off for a second, but I wanted to make sure I said thank you all for listening. Um, thank you all for being a part of this journey. Uh, I wouldn't be having this podcast right now if it wasn't for the two guys that we just uh, had a podcast with. <laughs> um, we appreciate it. I don't know much more else to say than thank you all for checking us out, um, telling somebody uh, we appreciate it. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Stay classy, Richmond. Yeah, please, please, um, <laughs> please do. Uh, we don't have aux gyms this week um, for the show, but we will uh, close it off with uh, with 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 one of the greatest rappers ever, if not the greatest. Um, We'll go ahead and send us out right here with uh, some Sean Carter uh, on his birthday. Um, yeah. We'll go ahead and end it off just like this. How? Black Hand Entertainment. Rocking for the records. In association with the streets. The Black Gangster. Inky Junction. With everything official. Ride through the ghetto, windows down, halfway, uh, halfway out of my mind, music on nine, blasting Johnny Hathaway, me and my niggas spinning half the day, plotting, how we gonna get this map today without getting blasted away, I wake up to the same problems after the day, life is harsh, nigga gotta break the spark, right from the start, they placed me in the ghetto, 10 to 8 to 9, I'm a ticket mine, had to surrender the crime, wouldn't wish this on nobody like the end of like mine, ever since I was quite young, the nigga been in the bond, had to scratch for every plaque, even Rap ain't all that's cracked up to be Niggas don't stack up to me Had to hustle in the world of trouble Trapped in, claustrophobic Only way out was rapping America don't understand the demographics I tapped in I'm the truest nigga to do this nigga Anything else is foolish For those who stay high Under God's great skies My lyrics is like a Bible Made to save lives In the midst of all your misery, nigga Stay fly, never let them see you frown Even smile when you down, shit I floss on my off days Fuck what they all say Niggas can't stop me with rumors I'm too strong all day. Socks exploding, sweatpants popping, bulging. Holding it down on the corner of my block, posing. My spot is rolling, dropped the price of the coke in. Drove the competition out and let the dough flow in. The cops is closing in. I can do the time, but what's really on my mind ain't no holes in the pen. I play the low end, try to make it hard to find me. Vets still trying to build the case since 93. I told them I'm retired, but they like whatever. You know the pigs don't want to see you get your life together. I'm stuck in this life forever. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Who am I to change the game? You gotta do it quick like heroin and cocaine. The block's hotter than it's ever been.